Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a remote personal training company with an emphasis on helping people of all fitness levels feel better, move better, and live better with progressive functional strength and conditioning workouts. You've heard a lot from me on this podcast, and you've seen me post on social media under the brand Straight Shot Training for the past four years. More recently, you've seen our coaches Delaney, Steve, and Megan more on our social media, but someone I'm pretty sure you don't know has a pretty big role in the company, and that's my business partner, friend, and co-owner of Straight Shot Training, Chris Lewis. Teaming up with Chris has allowed me to take what was once a side project of mine and turn it into a full-time job where I can help more people, have an awesome team of coaches, and build up the company with him to what it is now while planning for what we want it to be in the future. I wanted to have Chris on so you all could get to know him, his backstory, hear how we met and figured out how to combine our skills, and so we could get together and share with you today what we hope to accomplish with our team. But before we get into the interview, I want to tell you something I think is kind of cool. So this past weekend, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. And while seeing Brady win his seventh ring was pretty crazy. The even crazier thing to us personally here at Straight Shot was something that our Straight Shot athletes have in common with this championship team. You see, the strength and conditioning coaches for the Bucks use the exact same training software that we use to deliver our workout programs to our remote training clients. Yep, we use the same software. So Team Builder is this app that we use to train our awesome Straight Shot athletes And it's the same app that Brady, Gronk, and the squad used to get in shape to go out and do what they did on Sunday. And look, their coaches obviously take their training seriously, and we take your fitness seriously too, so that's why we use the app Team Builder. If you're interested in training with us through this super cool app, this NFL quality app, I want you to head to straightshottraining.com. Check out workout programming and remote coaching, and then click request a coach to get started. All right, let's get into my chat with Straight Shot co-owner and coach, Chris Lewis. All right, thanks for joining me today, Chris. Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, down in uh, sunny Charlotte, North Carolina, it's about probably about ten to twelve degrees warmer than uh, back home <laughs> up in uh, in Maryland. And, and you're flying back tomorrow, right? Yeah, just in time, I guess, for more just snow. Just in time huh? for the snow. Yeah, so you're gonna. <laughs> that's a pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, just a little backstory. Uh, you and I met at Frederick Community College in 2018, and since then we've teamed up to launch Straight Shot Training LLC. After this was a, more of a side project of mine for several years before that, but most of my clients and even most of my family doesn't really know who you are, since so much of what we've accomplished together has been while we've been locked down, especially over the past year. So I thought today for our introduction of you as a coach and a co-owner of Straight Shot, that we'd take our listeners through a little bit of your history and what you're currently doing between the two fitness companies that you own and are connected with. Great, great. Yeah. Um, cool. I guess it, it kind of goes back to, um, you know, why did I even <laughs> take this class uh, at FCC on on personal training? And you know, I had uh, I had started a uh, technology business. Um, we were a defense contractor in Howard County, and uh, we ended up 
after uh, we started in 2004, um, built the company up. I had two other partners, and we uh, we decided it was the right time to sell um, and try to you know take advantage of the market. And we sold in in 2017. Okay. And it was you know it was a great experience, uh, great partners. Um, and my two other partners were more the technology guys, and I was kind of the business guy. And uh, we got together and uh, and got that thing going and built it up really nicely and sold it. And um, okay. In 2017, you know, I started thinking about, you know, hey, what am I going to do next? I had been talking with my uh, son-in-law who was in um, physical therapy school at the time. And, you know, I had been <laughs> I had been going to physical therapy for uh, so many different things, uh, you know, with little ailments because, uh, you know, I was running and, and training and it, I just was kind of enamored by uh, the physical therapy therapy practice that I had been going to. I really liked their approach uh, to things and might as well give those guys a shout out. It's rehab to perform. Oh uh, yeah. At, uh, getting ready to open up their fifth uh, location coming up here. So they're, yeah, they're doing awesome. really well, but I just, I just love, love their approach. I was also at the same time coaching high school girls track and field and cross country in Frederick County. So I ended up having a lot of athletes that, you know, needed physical therapy here and there. But, you know, so the whole physical therapy side of thing was just very interesting to me, um, completely different from what I had been doing. And I thought, you know, becoming a personal trainer would at least give me some education and, you know, and knowledge, you know, into anatomy and, and physiology and it, which, which I had no real, you know, uh, education in whatsoever. Yeah. And and just so everybody can make the connection, we've had your son-in-law on the show before. That's Dr. Garrett Foland from Kinetics Physiotherapy and Performance, uh, which you own down in Mount Holly, North Carolina. So he was yeah. in physical therapy school at the time that you were first kind of going down this road to become a personal trainer. Yeah, he had he is just finishing up uh, physical okay. therapy school, and um, and we kind of talked about this and you know what he was going to do, what his plans were, and. You know, we kind of said, "Hey, that'd be kind of neat to open up something like this." And you know, I, you know, I had asked him what kind of physical therapy are you interested in, he, and you know, he was interested in sports uh, related, okay. you know, sports rehab and, and physical therapy. And I was like, "Wow, well, that's you know, kind of lines up with what I'm interested in and and doing something different." And so, funny enough, I signed I signed up to take the personal training uh, test through NASM and got the book and everything. And I started looking at it and I was like, I don't know any of this stuff. This is, this is all <laughs> foreign to me. I said, I'm, I'm the kind of, uh, I was always a kind of student that I, I, you know, I really needed somebody to kind of a teacher rather than just reading a book. And yeah. so I started looking around. That's where I found the FCC class. Um, okay. And it, it just looked like it was the perfect fit to kind of, because basically you guys went right through the book and yeah. uh, that, that's what I thought was the best way to learn. So then after that, that class and you become a personal trainer, um, shortly actually, did you start doing personal training with me while we were still in the class or was that just after the class ended? No, right after the class, you know, okay. and the, the idea, you know, for me was really never to really kind of be a personal trainer though. I, I, I did end up working over at, uh, one life in North Frederick, 
uh, I wanted to get that experience of, uh, of, of training people so I could, you know, just have that knowledge. But the, yeah. the objective was never really to be, you know, to try to build up, you know, as many clients. It was really just to understand the business, help me okay. with the physical therapy side of things. So shortly after we finished up the class, you started training with me. Um, but during this time that we were working together, you were working around some some challenging issues that you were having with with back pain. Can you tell us a little bit of the story with that. Yeah, you know, it's um, so I'll kind of, you know, I ran track in high school. Um, I, you know, after high school, you know, and I was, I would say I was a mediocre, you know, uh, track athlete. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't horrible and I wasn't great. Um, but it was, you know, obviously had a, a great experience in high school. And uh, after that, you know, I, you know, I did some running and uh, played a lot of, uh, you know, softball and, uh, you know, I was, I was always constantly busy and I ended up giving up running um, for about 15 years. I, and I'm not, you know, I think back then I was kind of thinking it would be bad for my knees or something, you know, I took up cycling and, uh, but I was always active, um, okay. doing, doing something. And I started strength training on my own and I had no clue what I was doing. Um, and, and I never asked anybody either. I just, you know, but I kept it, I was consistent about the uh, strength training. You know, I probably did it, you know, maybe twice a week. It's, uh-huh. yeah, and I, but I had no idea what I was really doing. And I did that for, for many, many, many years. Um, but I never, ever, ever did lower body strength training <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't know what it, you know, I've heard it, heard of a deadlift, uh, um, but I was, you know, basically too afraid to, uh, to even try it because I didn't want to get injured because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And, um, and my thought process was that, Hey, look, I'm, I'm running, I'm cycling. Um, I don't need to do any lower body, um, <laughs> which, which is really funny now, now that, uh, now that I think about it, but, um, that's kind of where my mind was at that time. And, um, so yeah, I started doing some, um, Oh, it's, I started racing a lot, uh, doing some, I did, I've probably done over 25 half, half marathons and I've done just only three marathons. The half marathon was really fun for me. It was kind of that sweet spot, um, okay. for me as far as training. And I really kind of, I got to the point where I, you know, was really, I was racing against myself. I know I wasn't, you know, yeah. uh, you know that competitive, but, you know, you challenge yourself and you're always pushing yourself. Um, and I kind of got into that. that's where I was getting, you know, I'd have little problems here and there, but, um, I ended up doing a half Ironman in 2015. I started noticing something was going wrong. Um, I'd be running sometimes and I would, I would, I'd basically lose feeling in my, uh, left leg and I would almost, you know, go to the ground Jeez. And it, it would just do that every once in a while. And I never knew what was going on. And um, the pain turned into sciatic issues and glute issues and all kinds of stuff. And I finally ended up, uh, after going to physical therapy, <laughs> yeah. um, ended up getting an MRI. And uh, I was told that I had spinal stenosis. And I'm like, oh, what's that? You know, the doctor explained what it was and basically recommended. Uh, uh, getting some shots in your back to 
to help with the pain. And, and I was kind of adverse to doing any kind of back surgery. So, uh, you know, that kind of went on for about another uh, year and a half or so. And one day I was uh, going to my chiropractor uh, who I hadn't seen in a while. And he's, he happened to be looking at my uh, MRI and I was kind of surprised <laughs> that he had access to my MRI, but uh, it was really a blessing. And he, he was like, Hey, look, you really need back surgery. Um, and he kind of really sat down and explained everything to me and kind of went through it and, uh, contacted a neurosurgeon and, uh, he agreed and, uh, had the surgery uh, in November of 2019. But prior to that, I was, it was a mess. You know, when I came to see you, I wanted to learn, um, more lower body yeah. Uh, strength training, which I hadn't been doing. I just finished taking the class from you. And I was like, Hey, look, this will be great. He's going to, I'm going to get real, real hands-on personal training from somebody that I really respected. And, uh, um, it'll also kind of benefit me and, and, you know, here's how a personal training approaches, uh, personal trainer approaches, you know, personal training. And, uh, yeah, yeah. since I had just taken the class, I thought it was a great thing. And this was, yeah, I mean, something in the class that we did do some of the stuff with, you know, learning deadlifts and, and learning squats. But it's one of those things that like, if you, if you really want to learn how to do it, you just got to do it and you got to do it a lot. And so we worked and I actually have some, some videos and pictures of you when we first started working together of, you know, your hip hinge and your squat patterns um, and your form got really good. But the, the thing with your back just kept getting to the point of where it didn't matter how good your form was, your back was bothering you. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And so I was, uh, you know, the, having the surgery, I mean, I'm not, you know, somebody who wants to get under the knife, uh, probably like most people, <laughs> um, but it really turned out to be one of the best things I've ever done for myself was, was having that. I move better now. Um, I feel better. I'm starting to run again. And uh, it's, it just, it's great. Prior to the surgery, I could run maybe about 10 minutes and it was just painful. Yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah, the surgery, surgery was great. Yeah, it was, and you're, it was, and you're it was back to you're back to deadlifting. You're back to squatting. You know all of that stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've gotten to the point where you know what, what's the real objective of strength training? You know, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, build you know uh, muscle. I just want to be able to move. You know, here I am. I'm in my 60s. You know, what do I really need to do? I want to be able to stay healthy. I want to be able to move. Um, properly and, uh, and do that for a very long time. I, I guess I guess gets into our next question here. I wanted to, to talk a little bit about what your approach to, um, coaching is. So Beth is a personal trainer, but also a little bit of kind of what your approach was to coaching back when you were coaching track for all of those years. Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of funny. I, I started out coaching, um, back in 2005, um, over at Urbana high school and I kind of got into it mainly because uh, my daughter, uh, one of the straight shot coaches, <laughs> Megan Fulton. <laughs> Coach um, Megan, yeah. Yeah, started, uh, she started in high school and uh, she was running and she was a, a pretty good runner. And I was kind of looking at a way of trying to spend more, <laughs> more time with my kids. Um, huh. And I thought, you know, coaching would be a great way to kind of be able to hang with, uh, with my daughter. Um, I was still, you know, I was starting my own business and, uh, but that also gave me some flexibility to be able to leave work early, 
go to practice. And then of course, when I got home and ate dinner and I was back working again, but, um, yeah, <laughs> it, I had that, I had that flexibility. And, um, yeah. so I kind of got into it and I really started enjoying it. And I felt like I was making a difference with kids, you know, trying to connect with kids. And I mean, I don't know. I remember high school, you know, I think everybody remembers, uh, high school and as, you know, uh, as a kind of defining time in their life. And, uh, if I could help make that better for kids, uh, I thought that was always a good thing. And, um, that's awesome. I've been doing that pretty much since, uh, 2005. Okay. And then what about when you started moving into personal training? What was kind of your approach? Because it's a little bit different because you're not training somebody for a competition when you're working with clients. Uh, what, and then, of course, now owning both businesses, how are you kind of looking at coaching? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. I mean, with with the clients, it's kind of, you know, trying to help them determine what they really want to do. I mean, and you know, you get you know this, you get a range of uh, of clients from people that haven't been moving at all and are trying oh, yeah. to figure out how to get going again to people that are, that may be more, um, have been doing it longer and looking for something specific uh, to yeah. help them out. So during the process of you and I working together, I remember you talking about the the physical therapy slash performance uh, center that you were starting down in Mount Holly, which is now Kinetics, with uh, Dr. Garrett Foland doing the physical therapy side and your daughter, Megan, doing the personal training. And as you were talking about it, I remember you talking to me uh, once and asking me, you know, if, once you get things rolling down there, if I would be interested in starting something up this way, which was, was like, do you remember that? Do you remember that conversation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I even remember the exact location of where we were, we were talking. <laughs> we were in the corner at the squat rack. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I remember that, but that was like, that was, I remember coming home so happy and talking to Rachel because this is something where, you know, I've devoted my life to, to becoming a personal trainer. It's, it's pretty much the only job I've, I've really had is like a real job. I've been doing it since I just turned 18. And the whole time as I got, as I learned more as a coach and was, and was practicing that portion of it, I wanted to kind of learn the business side, but it was just something where I was like, I really need somebody else who knows what they're doing when it comes to this. I would love to eventually, you know, own my own fitness company, but I really want to focus on being the best coach I can be and have somebody who can help me with the business side. Who's also passionate about the same things that I'm passionate about. So that was a pretty cool moment for me was when you asked me that I was like, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for someone to ask me this. <laughs> well, and I, you know, this is a testament to you. I, I, you know, as we were training and obviously during class, um, you know, I realized you really knew your stuff, you know, and I was like, oh, this guy knows so much and it, and the, his philosophy is, is great. It's not, you know, you're really interested in helping people, you know, move better and get stronger. And I'm like, God, this is just great. And I was just kind of enamored by that. And I was like, this is, this is the kind of person I want to go into business with. Oh, cool. um, and that, you know, that's kind of where that went to. And I was like, you know, part of me was like, God, are you, are you crazy? You, you're going to be starting a physical therapy pl- practice in another state and you're going to try to do something else up here. You know, are you biting off too much? And, um, you know, I was like, Hey, let's, let's give this a shot. And, uh, and here we are. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So we started after you, uh, 
we trained for a while. And after that, you were doing some stuff on your own and we were keeping in contact, having meetings uh, a lot here and there and doing a lot of this, you know, building of the company over the course of, I guess, 2019 into 2020. And at that time, you were really getting things going with Kinetics. You're getting ready to move into, you know, your, uh, your location down there. But with you and I having a, a background as as coaches and then both of us working in gyms for a little bit, one of the things that we wanted to do was we had a different vision for the type of place that we wanted to work at. Uh, and I think that was something that that I really liked and, and knew that I wanted to do something with you was that we both wanted to have a place where you know people were able to come and train so that they could you know feel better, do what they love to do when it comes to their hobbies that as coaches, that we could be free to train our clients the way we wanted to train them. It wouldn't be this pushy sales atmosphere. So that was one of the other things too, is that we kind of had this vision for what we wanted to build as a business. But of course, that kind of all changed in 2020. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, it's kind of funny. We I think we spent probably the latter half of uh, 2019 looking for space. And yeah. uh, you know, if you if you recall, we we found you know, a, a pretty good spot and we're in lease negotiations and was, it was, we were, you know, that close, really close to signing the lease. And then the, uh, the landlord had a hiccup and, uh, which ended up turning out to be a blessing in disguise. Cause I think that oh, was, absolutely. In, uh, that was probably, uh, this time last year. Uh, yeah, it was, right it was like the pandemic. It was like three weeks before the the lockdown, we found out that we weren't going to be able to move into that location. Um, so at the and same time, you were getting ready to open Kinetics. Yeah, because we, uh, I had been working pretty much all of 2019 and finding space down down here in, uh, in uh, the Charlotte area. And we finally signed that lease on March 1st, you know, and then... You know, we had a, we knew we had a build out, you know, period of a couple months, but, uh, you know, no one obviously could, uh, could have expected the, uh, this pandemic. What was coming. Yeah. Uh, so, so you want to talk about risky business decisions. You, uh, you started two businesses in 2020. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's it's, pretty... it's <laughs> but, crazy. Uh, but, so, and... but kin- kinetics opened though in June, right? Was it June, the first week of June? Yeah, we uh, it was pre- pretty much the first week. Garrett probably, I think he left uh, his his uh, other company kind of at the end of uh, middle to the end of uh, May of that year, and we were working on you know getting the equipment in and getting finishing up the facility and um, getting it turned over to us. But you know, we pretty much we sat for at least a month with no patients uh, oh, down here and. <laughs> You know, we're like, you know, we couldn't get in to see any doctors to kind of get referrals because nobody was accepting people other than patients in their patients, offices. So yeah. they weren't. Yeah. So it was really, really hard, you know, trying to get uh, get the word out um, that we're open and, uh, you know, available. And uh, I remember, you know, booking that first, first client and, uh, it was like, yes, this is going to be great. You know, honestly, you know, it was, it was a tough road there, you know, to try to get, you know, some patients in there and it's been slowly building. It's still not where we want it. Um, but we're, uh, we continue to get, you know, additional patients and, uh, we're going to yeah. keep plugging away at it. 
And then Coach Megan for Straight Shot does in-facility training for us down there. And she's been steadily picking up clients down there uh, on the personal training side of of kinetics. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, the whole, the idea, you know, it's kinetics, physiotherapy and performance. And the idea was, you know, to take that, you know, therapy to personal training, strength training, you know, because a lot of the times these patients, we work with them, they get better, but a lot of times uh, some of their, their problems are caused by lack of strength and they really need a, a you know, personal training to continue on and, and to continue to get better. And I remember, I think we, it was probably uh, August of this year, uh, got you to come down there and we kind of talked about, hey, why don't we just run the training side, you know, through straight shot and, uh, you know, and even though it's, you know, it's part of kinetics, it's, you know, also we've got the whole straight shot philosophy, um, working down here and it just made sense. No, no, I I think it's a, it's a good, good mixture because, you know, Garrett and I had, we see things very similarly, but he's able to take his patients and get it, get them to the point of where they're pain free and moving better, but Megan's able to provide then that, that continuing education so that they're learning these, these movement patterns and, and good habits of exercise. They're going to have them living pain-free for much longer than they, if they'd just done, you know, physical therapy and then went off and did nothing after that. Totally. And, and Dr. Poland was a, uh, was a personal trainer while he was in um, physical therapy school. So, you yeah. know, he had that background also, and that's, you know, just everything just kind of ties together. Yeah. Now, something that we had looked at before with Straight Shot was this idea of hybrid personal training, where some of it was going to be online, some of it was going to be in person. And when we were looking at moving into a facility, we were trying to figure out, well, how are we going to blend this you know, online and, and in person? So we started putting some stuff together to have the online side of the house ready. And thank goodness that we did that because when 2020 hit, we had no choice but to move completely <laughs> online with very limited in-home. Yeah, that was, I mean, we were able to pivot pretty good there at, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you were still working at the, at the Y at the time and, um, things were kind of shut down and, yeah, you know, we kept, we kept trying to figure out what are we going to do? When are we going to get going? And it was really, you know, for me, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the issue other than I wanted to get the business up and going, you know, for you, it was, you know, really critical, Absolutely. So yeah. we, you know, <laughs> so you could continue to make a livelihood and, uh, and we just kind of, you know, kind of jumped in. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Hey, let's just, let's just get, let's do it. We don't need a physical place right now to get this thing going. Let's get going and uh, let's get the virtual going and, and people that, you know, feel comfortable enough uh, to do in home, you know, we can do it outside. Um, Cause it was at the time it was a summer when we started yeah. that and you know it uh it just started you know we started getting that momentum and then you know getting a couple of these uh other great trainers that are working with us uh, delaney and steve and then obviously yeah. we had megan megan um starting up too yeah that, that was i mean that's it ended up being actually a really good year when when most people can't say that about 2020 so now yeah. looking at now these these two companies that you are the owner of are looking at kinetics. What are you hoping to do with that going forward now in the Mount Holly, North Charlotte area? Kind of what's, what's your dream of that business down there? You know, I think, I think 
really, you know, and it, it kind of goes for both businesses. I mean, both businesses are, are, are there to get people healthy and keep people healthy um, and moving. I think part, you know, being part of the community is probably the biggest thing and, you know, and it's still a little, little hard um, with the pandemic, you know, there's still not a lot of things going on. You know, we thought, you know, down here that we would be attending, you know, uh, different races or, um, the, uh, right here in, in Mount Holly is the, um, uh, national whitewater, uh, training center. And, yeah. uh, you know, we thought we'd be, you know, there on the weekends where they have different events and that kind of stuff. And, you know, all that stuff got, you know, canceled and, you know, we yeah. still, you know, right. There's still not, you know, races are still not scheduled yet, but uh, I think kind of being part of the community and getting out there, letting people know, Hey, here we are, we're here to help. You know, we're, we're right here. We're part of the community. Dr. Folan lives in Mount Holly. Um, and uh, I think having that community focus is, is huge. Absolutely. And then what about up this way with, with straight shot? You know, what are you, what are we hoping to do now? Well, you know, it's, you know, you and I've been talking about, you know, when do we, you know, bite the bullet and get back out there and start looking for, for space again. And I, you know, we've been looking more or yeah. a little more passively, but I think it's, you know, I think it's time to start kind of moving to that, that phase. And, you know, part of the, I think the the big question is, you know, will people go back to um, going to facilities to work out? A lot of people built their own gyms, um, but there is still a large amount of people that want to have training done and they don't want to do it, you know, at their homes per se. But it's, you know, it's a timing issue. You know, when, Absolutely. when, when do people feel comfortable enough um, to start doing that? You know, between the vaccinations and hopefully we're, We'll start seeing, you know, things start to get better. I think you can start to see that uh, start looking at the numbers are already starting um, to get a little bit better. Little. Yeah. Well, and this is, this is something that I, that I appreciate about the way that you see things from a business standpoint, because it's, it's very similar to the way that you and I both see things when it comes to doing personal training or coaching people or doing physical therapy, where it's, we're here to, as coaches, we're here to serve our athletes. So when it comes to, you know, a physical location versus virtual, there, there can be all the stuff that we want to do, but then there's what do people want and what do they need? And ultimately as, as business owners and as coaches, you know, we are here to serve our, our clients and our athletes. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we, we want to create the best experience possible for people. And, and, you know, right now we're trying to do that. And I feel like we're doing a, a good job with the people that who, who are working with us of, uh, of connecting with them the best that we can virtually. But I mean, obviously you, you and I have worked together in person. We, we both know it's, it's, you can't really beat that in-person contact. <laughs> yeah. I agree. So it's, yeah. So it's something that obviously, you know, we, we really want to do and we would love to do. It's just, you know, right now, like you said, it's a timing issue and and really, really hope that it's a sooner rather than later timing issue when it comes to being able to, you know, have us working together with people in a physical location in Frederick. Yeah, I totally agree. Plus you're tired of uh, hauling all the equipment in your, uh, in your car. Oh my gosh. You know what? If the suspension holds up when that Honda Civic 
by the time we open up a facility, I think uh, I think it's going to be amazing. Well, look at look at the good that's come. Uh, yesterday, you said you found a uh, weight plate on uh, on the middle of the road. On yes, 340, on, uh, on three forty, <laughs> which is it, completely rusted. I think a truck was must have been holding a tarp down or something. I just see this plate slide across the highway and cars swerve around it. By the time I got to it, it was off the side, and I could see it. I guess like a like a like a hawk's eye, I can tell whenever there's free weight sitting around. So I pull, I pulled my car off to the side and walked across three lanes on 340 to pick up this. I thought it was a 10. It turned out to be a 25 pound plate, and uh, it's now it's now in my home gym. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your wife uh, loved the fact that you were uh, crossing over 340 to get a no. Plate. Actually, she, she when I when I told her the story, she thought that it fell out of my car. <laughs> so so she was relieved to know that I wasn't like throwing stuff out of my car by accident that it was someone else's weight plate. So it was all good. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Chris. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to kind of share your story and us, you know, kind of let people hear from, from both of the owners. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm glad, uh, finally on your podcast. I would, uh, it's kind of funny. I used to, I would listen to your podcast as I would drive back and forth, uh, down, uh, from uh, Maryland down to North Carolina. So now I'm finally on a podcast. So uh, <laughs> definitely sweet. appreciate it. And I think uh, both businesses have, you know, great futures and they, they really do. The, the synergy is so good between them. And you had mentioned uh, you and Dr. Bullen have a very similar philosophy and uh, that's what makes, you know, having these two companies work really well. Yeah. Well, we and we, you know, both Gary and I appreciate everything that you've put in with with all of the time that you spent split between both both businesses over the past couple of years. It is funny. Sometimes I have to remember which one I'm uh, working <laughs> on. It's <laughs> funny. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us, Chris. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Make sure you are subscribed to the show and leave us a rating if you have a second. That really helps us get our message out to more people. You can find us on social media using the handle at straightshottraining. And if you want to get our weekly newsletter with exclusive content, deals, and giveaways, head to straightshottraining.com and click join the email club. Thanks again and have a great week, everybody. 